0: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, your relationship coach, your guide on the side. Welcome to the program, everybody we got a great show for you today. We're talking about uh, the holiday etiquette. You know, all the great things you got to do during the holidays. You're supposed to do. There's certain things you're not supposed to do. There are certain things you are supposed to do.
1: The fun little social games that we play
0: with each other. You call them games. Grandma calls them traditions. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it? Is it a game or is it a tr- No, it's a tradition.
1: <laughs> I think you almost said, is it attrition? <laughs> it is
0: attrition. It's a fruitcake. That's not a game. That is a tradition a that punishment. has been handed down since the Vikings. It's a punishment. The Vikings used it as a punishment, <laughs> and then other cultures picked it up, and now we give everyone a fruitcake that as no a, one wants to eat. As if to like mock them and mm-hmm. their yeah. raiding conquest like, Have of, some fake fruit in a baked brick, mm, and you don't like that.
1: Hard like a brick.
0: It's not. It's a fruitcake.
1: Goes in bricky. If it comes out, Bricky.
0: If it comes out at all.
1: If at all.
0: That's the other part of it. Maybe you're lucky enough not to
1: absorb (laughs) that into your body.
0: But see, holidays are full of traditions. So today we wanted on the show to talk about all of these incredible traditions and then find out, you know, some of them annoy us. Some of them are a little irritating. Like, why are we still doing that? Why do we still do that? Because a lot of these things cause stress. Do you guys notice that? Like, is your family stressed about the holidays? Because it doesn't seem like we should be stressed. Well, it seems like
1: that stress is counterintuitive. Well,
2: this
0: is the season of peace and joy, and not stress.
1: And mauling each other to grab the yeah. last Xbox One. On Black Friday.
2: Something that my mom does is she always puts huge bows on all of our presents. Why? I don't know. Because we're just going to rip them off anyways. And everyone hates bows because they're impossible to untie. So That's...
0: she actually wraps it and ties it she, and ties it big And she bow. gets
2: so stressed, usually like... We get home from grandma's on Christmas Eve night and then she's like, I still have to finish putting bows. And I'm like, mom, what mom, is the point mom. of that? Mom,
0: You know what you ought to do? What? Wrap her up in a bow. <laughs> like, tie her up.
2: Tie her up. Mom, her her bow's t- awful. This yeah. is how our presents feel.
0: <laughs> and then just say, it's annoying, isn't it, mom? You Untie can't yourself.
2: Look at how hard it see?
0: is. See? See, that's why. I, see, I wouldn't be. I'm not good at Christmas. I've got bad etiquette because I don't like giving gifts. I love receiving them. It's great. That's the best part. I can't get enough gifts, but I hate to give them because I never know what to get. And unless the mannequin's wearing it, I don't know my wife would want it. mannequin. So when I go to the store, I'm looking for a mannequin. The problem is a lot of the stores are cutting back on mannequins. They don't have like thousands. They just have like seven.
2: Budget cuts. Yeah.
0: So then I've only got seven choices. And they always usually put like an old person's choice and a young person's choice. So then I've only got you know three choices for my wife. I don't know what to do. Then how do I size up my wife? Like, okay, that mannequin looks like my wife. So I'm over there sizing up a mannequin, and the security's (laughs) like, sir, can you not touch the mannequin?
1: And then you tell them, I just want to make sure it's like my wife. And they're like, that's not helping the case right
0: now. That's like it. So I call my daughter, and she tells me my wife sizes. And then I buy them. And then, boom, my wife gets mad because it's too big.
3: Yeah, they say it's, it's the thought that counts, but yeah. is that true? I, no. I don't know.
2: No. But see, and then you can't even blame your daughter because then your wife's like, really? You don't know my size?
0: Yeah, no. seems like you're stuck in a lose-lose loop. It's a lose-lose loop, which is one of the worst loops you can be in. There's the win-lose loop and the win-win loop, but I'm in the lose-lose loop. No, but it's I love her, so I want to give her a present, but then it stresses me out. And a lot of times it's weird because I don't think about it until like the day before Christmas. Christmas Eve day.
2: That might be your problem. Yeah, I
0: think that's uh, yeah. the start
2: of things. <laughs> well.
0: If not the end. I don't want to, like, make a quick decision because I don't want to buy it too early. Don't be hasty. Yeah. You know. Don't you think? You want to you wanna stress through the season. <laughs> right?
3: Yeah, and then you're just left with the, the leftovers, right? Yeah. Well. A little
0: more stress yeah. on top of it.
2: So then maybe nobody will have what she has because it's really the stuff that nobody likes.
0: Right. Except then the stuff that she, but see the deal, I don't always know what she likes. And actually, neither does she. Neither of us know. So then I'm like, why don't I just get you a gift card? Then guess what that is? That's offensive. Is is that all I am to you? It's not
2: sentimental enough.
0: And I think
1: that is a holdover. I guess that really isn't present in my generation. Would you right. be
2: okay if you got a gift card for Oh, Christmas? I'd be thrilled.
1: I'd, I'd be thrilled. We love money. It's, well, I know, but you guys are, yeah, you're greedy, filthy. No, no no no, oh. no, 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 what, what it means is, it says, hey, you know what you like, so instead of imposing on you and uh, putting you in sort of an awkward situation, I'll just let you know, here's, you, you can control what it, so like, if you were to give me a gift card to Bed Bath &
0: Beyond... Okay. Yeah. I
2: would hate you. That's bad. Well,
0: <laughs> Is that bad? But like what if you need a bath rug? And I, well, exactly. But shouldn't I just buy you a bath rug? Well, no,
3: I got a gift card to, to a bed, bath, and beyond like place and I found myself buying stuff that I would never have bought and I was going, wow. I I didn't know I needed you these You did things. not know
2: you needed this. Yeah,
0: so – Thanks, mom. Yeah, so – Things.
2: But it's so much better because if someone gives you something you don't like, you have to go through the fake like, oh, thanks. I love it. And, and then you have to wait in line to return it.
1: And then you have to make up a story as to where it went
0: when they come back next year. And so. OK, so let me ask you. This it's a one. problem. Because here's another uh, issue that we have with my extended family. So we all show up for Christmas Eve and we're, we're supposed to have a present. Every family is supposed to have a present for another family. And we all just bring each other gift cards, so really all it is is an exchange of gift cards. Does
2: grandma get mad?
0: Yeah, Grandma's like, "Well, we could have thought about stuff, and like, well, yeah, we thought about it, and we bought the gift card at no see
1: see then you you have to make an example, so you have to you have to teach grandma a lesson by purchasing her something that's very expensive that is number one something she doesn't like from a place she doesn't like so that yeah. she gets to get the total inconvenient see, gift experience.
0: Well, but see now look what you're doing. That's not the spirit of Christmas. I don't that's know. what birthdays are no, no, no. for. No,
1: hold on. Oh, you well. do that
0: on the birthday, you don't do that on Christmas. I can't say you're wrong. <laughs>
1: I It's true. As long as the lesson is learned, that's what's important. See,
0: I think something's happening cuz old school was like it was about the thought that counts. But now there's not a lot of thought to a gift card, really.
2: But it's about convenience and like.
0: Yeah, but see, so now it's actually not. Now all I need to do, I may as well just write you a check. I may as well actually just give you cash. Those can bounce. Those can bounce. I'll just give you cash. Cash can the value can deflate a little. Well, but the gift card. What if you don't want to use it, like at Bed Bath, or what if you don't want to use it at wherever you re gift it. Exactly. So then why don't we just all agree, if we're all going to spend $30 on a gift card at Target, let's just all agree that we're not going to do it. Then nobody I mean, net, has to net, do anything. Net-net, you're even. It's, it all works out the same. Now,
1: who hurts is Target. <laughs> Who's the real victim here? <laughs> the real loser. Not our souls. That's right. It's Target. It's
0: Target.
2: You basically just ruined Christmas. And
0: isn't that weird? Hmm. I don't know. See, to me, I think you should still try.
1: I, I think I think our generation's really okay with gift cards. We know what it is. We know yeah. it's the you went looking but what you found was too expensive well, okay. or you couldn't figure it out. So but let's you just... take
0: it forward. Now your generation will be eventually the parents of my grandchildren. True. So my grandchildren will probably wake up on Christmas and Santa will have brought them, I don't know, seven gift cards. What? Yes. And now my grandchildren are going to open gift cards. All, they're, all gonna be, they're
1: gonna be. They're gonna be They're gonna grab the gift card and they're gonna they're gonna shake it and they're gonna they're gonna
0: like feel yeah. really At hard. At least you can't
2: put a bow on a gift card.
0: Ah, letters. That's true.
2: We are progressing.
0: Like some- that's sad. So the day. So <laughs> when my baby's born, I'm gonna go to see my baby, and instead of bringing like the baby's first teddy bear, I'm gonna bring its first gift card <laughs> to <laughs> Toys R Us. See that is getting kind of impersonal, you know.
2: See, but that's different. When a baby's born, it's like you know that you're supposed to give it a teddy bear. For Christmas, what are you supposed to give someone? Well, so let's just
0: say the, what, six months later. What do you give a 26-year-old? Yeah.
3: I know what not to give a 26-year-old. What? Matching sweaters. You know, That's Why? awful.
0: No, but you get all the grandkids matching sweaters. You
2: don't give a 10-year-old a matching sweater. Why? Because it's terrible. Girl. My mom would do that to us.
0: Would what, what she? So that Matching was a bad gift. Okay, so let's like kind of get into this. What – okay, think of your traditions at Christmas. Let's go food.
2: The food's great. Food
0: tradition. Like that maybe didn't go over so well. That's oh. not, it's not, I got one that some love. Orange sticks. What?
2: What is that?
0: Have you not had an orange what stick? What the devil is orange <laughs> sticks?
3: I, I've never heard of that in my the
2: devil? life. It's I, an
0: orange goo with chocolate around it. Orange sticks.
3: Orange goo? Oh, oh, I know what you're
0: talking about. It's like it's a, a gelatinous orange. Those are disgusting. Have you ever seen the oranges that are the, the ones that you crack <laughs> it's and they not fall bad. apart in pieces? It's like that, but they're sticks. They're very famous. They've been be- – I think Adam and Eve oh. – I think that was the fruit that they ate that caused the whole problem. <laughs> because chocolate was around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chocolate was huge in the Garden of Eden. Huge. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, and then Lady Godiva had it later. Godiva chocolates. <laughs> it goes like that. So um, you've never had those? But when I – so yeah, some no. – like you'll go to grandma's and you'll know. get orange sticks. Do you and like you'll them?
2: you'll be like, no. <laughs> okay.
0: All you have to do is hand them to like two generations above you.
2: Oh, and they like – And they're them. like, oh. yummy. Like,
0: hey, this is sweet. I'll eat it. And yep. then they fell for it. Now, you can give me like a mint sandwich – we ever had those, like the little mints, like a little, chocolate mints that they yeah. always give around give at Christmas, like a Oreos. Sandwich? What? They call them like a mint sandwich, but it's really it's just a little just square mentioned... of chocolate with yeah. green mint in between. Yeah. Oh, okay, mm. like so an Olive Garden good. they give you them. Yes, yeah, like that exactly. But okay. they're not from Olive Garden. They could be from any fine chocolatier. Godiva. Like Godiva, orange sticks. Let's not do those this year. Okay, I agree. I haven't done them, so I don't think it's okay. an issue. That's kind of rude. <laughs> what uh, What is your – what don't you like? What's the pet peeve of food? Is there a Christmas gift that you get that we just shouldn't be giving? Like with food? Fruit cake. Yeah. To talk to we them. talked about fruit cake. Now, some, you know, can still put together a pretty good cake. Oh, uh, there's mincemeat. Yeah, mincemeat. What is that?
2: I've never had that.
0: I think that – I I yeah, I've had like a mincemeat pie. Yeah with tomato sauce
2: on. Yeah. it. <laughs> pie and tomato should not go together.
0: It's not like sweet. It's pie. a little more savory. That it's not a savory pie.
1: Pie's a little misleading.
0: My uh I have family that make like a plum pudding thing. Oh, uh, kill me. Mm, it's pretty good. I a little rum uh, sauce kind of thing. It's good. Little rum sauce. I think that's I was young when I drank, <laughs> when I drank it. It uh but it's really good. I don't know if it really is a plum pudding. It's got like raisins in it, but it's good. What else? What else? Come on. Other food. Uh I only I don't know. We don't really have bad ones at yeah, my house. I like all
2: the food my family eats. Do you really? We do.
0: Yeah. We used to have a neighbor, incredible people, and every Christmas they were from another country. <laughs> and I actually don't know what country they were from. I think they were from two different countries. But they would bring us all of their delicacies. And as a family Which we would
2: weren't American delicacies. Mm-mm. No. But
0: they were like stuff, stuff with stuff. It was stuffed stuff, stuff with stuff in it. And you know, we'd always eat half the plate, and then the rest were like, "I don't know what that is." I do not trust that. So I didn't trust that. But you know, that was what was cool is when the Verscores would come over with their food. We would be like, "Oh, now that's Christmas." The neighbors are there, bringing good tidings. <laughs> uh, were they of great joy as well? Yes. Oh, good. Have you met half them? The plate. But, but only half the plate. Well, yeah, only I, half think my, the plate I think the adults great, would joy? eat the other half. I just never would touch it. Oh. <laughs> you
2: are head. an adult.
0: No, but that was when I was a child. Oh, got it. Hmm. Okay. Well,
3: well, in my family, there was this one time we undercooked a ham. Oh, yeah. And uh, the whole was it family-
0: really pink?
3: It was really bad. And so everybody took EpiCac- and you know what happened after that. So we have never touched <laughs> ham since. The Christmas ham. Yeah. That's
2: so sad. I love it ham. It was horrible. I was,
1: I was thinking the Christmas epicac.
0: Oh, I love Christmas epicac. epic-ac. Nothing says Christmas more than a bottle of epicac.
3: Oh, that's, that's something that we always laugh about every year.
0: See, but look at that a tradition made. Well, you know, not let's, a tradition, let's but a memory. Not, let's yeah. not keep doing a it. A
3: tradition to not eat ham yeah. on Christmas.
0: Well, that. Is, but look, you learned your lesson. Now we make sure the ham is cooked.
1: <laughs> uh, holidays. Yeah,
0: we. My family. I think we only have good ones. I don't know if that's because we have low standards. Don't you have like some or... cookies though? Because don't do people like in your neighborhood do drive-by kind of cookies where they run by? Hey, hi, Merry Christmas! Right, and they oh, give you thanks. the cookies. And then, you know, your kids will rifle through some of the cookies. But there's always some cookies no one touches. Do you ever have that? Or maybe you guys are just all young singles and you touch everything. Well, there's this, You guys know, need to get out more. Yeah, no. You I, need to live in a neighborhood. No. Where there's people that have
1: houses. If a homeowners association told me to do one thing, I would just immediately move that instant. Jeez. Because I could, because I have so few things. I really well, could. Yeah. Well, and you live in a van. And yeah. When they say, move your
0: van out of our park, <laughs> like, That's pie. it. I'm moving. Okay. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm not so wanted here. <laughs> Oppressive <laughs> HOA. So sad.
1: No. Um, so speaking of cookies, we have what we call pie crust cookies. Where really? my mom will make pie, because my mom loves pie. Yeah. But the leftover dough, she'll just put that on a pan, and she'll put sugar and cinnamon on it. And that's like I think we give that more attention than actual pie. Really? Yeah. So you like that? That sounds good. Oh yes, that's probably one of our favorite things. Because, and I think it's because we always get surprised by it. We know it's coming because anytime it's pie the is the extra. Made,
0: exactly. It's yeah. the bonus. It is the bonus. It's kind of like a raw, ha- a raw ham. Uh, I don't think <laughs> I, that is not a bonus.
1: But
2: bonus <laughs> are because... not comparable.
0: Huh?
3: It's only comparable if you take epicap with it afterwards yeah
0: because then you gotta yeah i think uh holidays are great etiquette we need to learn needs work there's a lot of rules that we have to learn because you know what it should be a moment of peace and joy and love we shouldn't be worried about grandma
1: and her hatred of gift cards right (laughs) because gift cards are nice
0: well and maybe we should go beyond a gift card Maybe we should try hard. but Two gift cards. Two. (laughs) Maybe we should go even beyond that and and just go to serve grandma. I don't know.
1: (laughs) How's Amazon going to make their money? Again. If I do nice things for grandma instead of buy nice things for grandma.
0: You can still buy nice things, but maybe what would be more valuable is taking grandma for a drive to the mall, getting her a Cinnabon. With a gift card. And go take her to the store and say, Grandma, what can we buy you? Because I want this to be special. Which Cinnabons do you want? Which, pick a Cinnabon, Grandma. <laughs> do, you want, do you want hazelnuts on your Cinnabon? But I'm saying maybe what Grandma needs is the time to go to the trip. When I grew up, I had a Grandma that would take me to meet Santa, breakfast with Santa, every Christmas. I'll always remember that. Then she'd take us out, and I think we'd buy something. Like she, we'd eat breakfast, and then we'd go shopping. Every, son, every year with Santa. And then I knew Santa knew me. Uh, I knew that he got my list. Grandma was happy. And then we'd go shopping. So and I think she'd buy me pajamas, That's the Oh. But you
1: know. Onesie footie
0: pajamas? Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. But you know, you needed them. That's okay. But see, that's a tradition. It'll last forever. So maybe we swing it instead of just handing out a gift card. Maybe we don't just do it in a gift card exchange. That seems weird to me. Just a money exchange. Instead, let's spend time with each other. Let's go take grandma out.
1: Hey, if I just all I have to do is spend time with people, I really overspent on Christmas. <laughs> That's cheap. I still haven't broke like sixty dollars for Christmas, but clearly I overdid it.
0: Well, you know what? You're now about to graduate. So now that you're done, now you're going to start spending money. Oh boy! And everything's going to start costing
1: you. That's it. I'm moving away. <sighs> Plus, your parents need to be. I'm going to fake my own death. Move away. He's
2: moving his van. <laughs>
0: He's moving his van down by the river. We are going to take a break. When we come back today, the entire show, Holiday Etiquette. We are going to have a little bit of a rant by Bryce Lamar Tobin. And then our guest, Vicki Oliver, is going to join us. She is the queen of etiquette, and she's going to walk us through the do's and the don'ts for the holiday seasons. The do's and the don'ts at holidays at work, gift giving, and your parties. Vicki Oliver will be with us a little bit later. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be right back right here on BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. Welcome back friends, and uh, happy holidays to you today the holiday etiquette show we're going to teach you the do's the don'ts the ins the outs of the holiday season what we should do maybe what we shouldn't be doing i'm right now my, I'm an advocate let's not just do gift cards unless they're uh, unless they're coming to me then you and I'm just letting all of you know you can just get me all a gift card
1: i actually I, yeah anyone who bought gift cards yeah. just give them to Matt and then actually go out and buy a gift for people and
0: I think guess. it through and You know, you could always say, I don't know, you know, what would you like
1: for Christmas? Yeah, but then I'd have to talk to people, and that is asking too much. You are antisocial,
0: which also gets us into our next little uh, segment here, because apparently you don't want to go to Christmas parties.
1: Well, certainly some people don't. Okay. Look, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but I'm about to rant. This is The Bryce is Right. The holidays are fun. People get lots of downtime this time of year, and pretty much any organization that can drum up an excuse for a Christmas party will drum one up. This means there's lots of parties, and there's always someone who shows up and performs so poorly that everyone unanimously thinks, yeah, they're not getting invited next year. Some people get themselves permanently uninvited by what they bring to white elephant parties. The concept is simple. You either go out and buy something hideous in a thrift store, or you dig through the boxes in your garage to find something a deceased relative gave you. But there's always someone who takes the idea a little too far and a little too... Suggestive? Or maybe they drop all notion of politeness and get something that's straight up offensive. The weird part about these people is they seem to be self-aware about their awful offering, but they're so unapologetic about it. Bringing something to a white elephant party is a bit of a gamble, but when it comes to the unveiling, if you've got something that crosses the line, at least try and be embarrassed about it. Some people get themselves permanently uninvited when they're asked to bring food and they bring something weird. Like, I'm talking vegan levels of weird. If you get assigned to bring pie, Either make an apple pie or go to the store and get a pie. Do not be the person that makes a pumpkin pie without sugar who calls it a squash pie. Nobody likes you when you do that. Please just bring something normal. Most parties are filled with husbands that don't want to be there, and the only thing they want is for there to be some tasty food to help them pass the time before they can go back home and relax. And you are ruining it for them, and by extension, you're also ruining Christmas. Some people get themselves permanently uninvited by being a holiday jerk. A few years ago, it used to be fashionable to bite back at someone wishing you a happy, the wrong holiday during December. Unsurprisingly, that got annoying fast. But some people seem to be convinced that they're fighting the good fight by not letting up on this outdated fad. So, for example, they get invited to a Christmas party. While making small talk, everyone's going to eventually ask them what they'll be doing for Christmas. Really what they mean is, what will you be doing in and around December 25th and possibly New Year's? The question is less concerned with the religious significance of Christmas, and more about generating conversation if, for example, you're going to the Bahamas. But no, the holiday jerk makes it a point to say that they don't celebrate Christmas because XYZ and they go on to inform everyone about the pagan origins of the tree and all this stuff about consumerism. Yeah, 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 you're very smart. We get it. Then again, maybe these uninvitees are being devious, and they really don't like these parties, but they feel obligated to go because they're invited. So they systematically get themselves uninvited in the hopes that someday, there will be no Christmas parties for them to go to. And if that's the Then that's a well executed plan. All right, I'm out. And remember, don't forget to be awesome.
0: You've introduced us to somebody we've known for a long time but never had a name for. The holiday jerk. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I I saw it on the
1: internet the other day. Someone, they created a flow chart and they said, "Um, Are you a human? Yes, Yes, no. I am. Yes, you are a human. Uh, Does someone wish you a happy, and they list out all of the possible. Holidays. Combinations. Okay. How many and
2: combinations were there? I
1: think there was like twelve.
2: Wow. Wow.
1: Okay. So there's a lot of options for yeah. this time of year. And it said, "What should your response be?" And then the response that it, it said, "You say thank you." Yeah. Uh, or you could be a holiday jerk and come back with something else. Or you could just be like, "Oh, thanks." You. You know. You too. Yeah. You.
0: You too. You have luck. <laughs> Whatever that is. Yeah. You but, too. You. um but it's it's an interesting point because there's a lot of people out there that like want to make a political statement. Yeah, Christmas your, is not Christmas, the time. Christmas is not the time. Nope. Uh, this may not be the time to make the great statement about eating better food. Yeah, actually,
1: this time of year, I think it's probably more worth it to just give up
0: on eating well. Well, which, that was sad because I just barely started getting healthier.
1: Well, I, here's, what I, here's what I think. If, if, with Thanksgiving – To Christmas, just sort of give up on it. Because you can fight it, you'll hate yourself, and you're going to get on people's nerves, and you're going to look silly. Just give up. It's one month of eating bad. You cannot ingest. How about this?
0: Would this fall into it? How about if I... um, Okay, so the the people that are trying to get us to eat better, the people that bring their food, you know... Their weird vegan food. Or uh, how about the guy that tries to start a multi-level marketing opportunity
1: at the Christmas party? I did not think of that. Well,
0: because everyone's there. But I have... I have seen, I've witnessed, and that. so that the Christmas present is really like one bottle of his special direct sell product, and or then, hey, I, I'm going to give you all free a Mary Kay cosmetic makeover, and then, so I can
2: get my pink car.
0: Uh-huh, but before you all leave, if <laughs> you want to just if you need any life. if you need any <laughs>
1: orders, just let's put in your orders. I mean, Christmas. if you like what I gave, I can
0: I can show you how to get more. There you go. See, I'm going to bet that that's breaking Holiday Is
2: editing. that worse than a gift card?
0: Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah, that probably is. Unless they're giving away free stuff. Like, if my own child did that, I would disown them in that moment.
4: <laughs> wow. The
0: the bad thing is it really is a good time to get people because you've got you've got a very open audience. You do. All cousins. everyone's in this No one's party. ready for that. That's right. <laughs> Catch them all. Unsuspecting. What's it going to take to get you guys in this business today? Uh, okay, well, you did it. Very good. Bryce Lamar Tobin. Uh, he's now invented, not invented, he's validated the fact that you do not want to be a holiday jerk.
1: Don't do it. It's not Don't worth
0: it. do it. It's not worth it. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Vicki Oliver is going to be joining us. Vicki uh, has been on the show before. She's taught us all different sorts of etiquette, how to uh, make sure we approach life more effectively. She's the author of five best best-selling books. Vicki Oliver will be joining us on Holiday Etiquette. This is the Matt Townsend Show right here on BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today we are talking holiday etiquette. You know the rules. What are the rules of the game? If you want to keep, uh, if you want to keep track, some people have given up. Whatever. I'm not giving any presents this year. Um, I'm not going to any parties, and I'm not going to send out one fruitcake to poison the world. Well, guess what? Uh, you know what? There are rules, and and uh, especially just kind of common courtesy etiquette things you should expect especially when it comes to your workplace there's a really weird convergence that takes place in during the holidays where the holidays and kind of your your desire to go have fun and party converge with sometimes with your workplace and if you're not careful uh, you may not play by the right rules, which could get you in a lot of trouble at work, or uh, you know maybe just not move you up on the list with your boss. So today we're talking with our one of our favorite experts, Vicki Oliver's joining us, and Vicki is the author of five best-selling books on personal branding, etiquette, and career development. She's a leading career advisor and is an image consultant in Manhattan. And you can find more information uh, at her website, vickyoliver.com. Vicky, welcome to the Matt Townsend Show.
5: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: You bet. Thanks for being on again.
5: I appreciate it.
0: You know, um, Christmas coming up, lots of holiday issues going on. I mean, even just the holidays, you know, can create a lot of different issues. The mere fact that we're going to be joining each other, uh, maybe partying, having a party, maybe alcohol will be involved in some of these parties. A lot of stuff could potentially be going wrong here.
5: Right. I mean, people should be sensitive that, yes, it's the holidays, but a work party is not the same thing as a real party.
0: <laughs> that is a. It seems like such a simple point, right? But
5: it, it seems simple. But after a drink or two, I think people forget.
0: Yeah, you're you're there to. It's still your employment. It. And by the way, you my really my best do. story ever, Vicky, happened in New York at a at a Yankees game when I was working with a company that will not be named. And everyone went to a Yankees game, and um we all had to get up the next morning where I was teaching a class at 7 a.m., and everyone had a hangover. And I looked at the boss, and I'm like, are we really getting up at 7? And he's like, oh, they'll all be fine. They do right. this all the time.
4: Right. Okay. Exactly. Yeah.
5: I mean, people need to remember that when you go to an office party, really the reason that you're there is – to enhance your career. I mean, you're not really there just to kick back and have a great time. You know, if you're a manager of people, then you are maybe there to help improve morale, which is partly about kicking back. Right. But it's also about trying to see, you know, who's that one person, let's say your manager, who's that one person that you never get a chance to talk to? Yeah. You know, maybe you can go talk to that guy. And when you do that, you want to be coherent. (laughs) You know, it's it's a good idea to sort of, eat something before you go. Yeah. You know, uh, make sure there's food in your stomach and probably try to keep the number of drinks down to maybe one at the most, two if you can really hold your liquor. Yes. But you really need to know if you can hold it.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's not it's also not just about free food. Hey, free food everybody. Right. I mean, it's you're there really to strengthen relationships right. and 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 if anything improve your condition. Exactly. As a team, as a as a business, versus, um, I guess too, you could go overboard, couldn't you? I guess you could you could go overboard and try to be too much of a suck up, too much yes, of a.
5: You could, you know, if you if it's just, I mean, this is another, um, it's sort of another area that I cover. But really, when you are there, you don't want to talk too much about business, because mm. then people just say, oh, you know, the guy or woman is a drone, you know, yeah. <laughs> the person is so dull, like, get me away, get me yeah. away from this person. So that is, you know, the cardinal error of all time is to just go in there talking about business or what happened that afternoon at a particular pitch or something like that. Don't do that. You want to have a breadth of conversation. Yeah. That you that you know that you have, which can be about hobbies, it can be about football, it can be about something you read just in the general news or in the entertainment news. Mm-hmm. Something like that is fine, but uh, you don't want to bore. You can't really bore people to death; they're oh. not going to really want to hang around you, right. and that's
0: bad. Well, in a way, this seems like a really the, this. I mean, we only have one of these parties, maybe two of these types of events. A year, right? Where where you can be, I don't know, maybe more human to the bosses, or you know, more social yes. with with everybody in the company. So right. I, I it's guess it's good skill the to lines learn.
5: Lines are sort of, I won't say erased, but dimmed. Like yeah. you can go and you can go to that party, and basically you can talk to. Anybody that you want to at that party, like even if it's somebody who is five levels higher than you are, you know, who you're frightened to say hello to in the elevator, (laughs) you know, you can go up to that person and and chat with that person. And to do that, I think it really helps to just have a sort of arsenal of conversation that you want to bring up, which can be, again, about just general topics, not Mm -hmm. so much about business. Or the other person's interests, if you happen to know what those are, that can be very helpful fodder for conversation. Yeah. But in order to kind of hold your own with that person, you just can't be too tipsy. Or you're going to forget all the great things you want to talk about.
0: You don't want to forget because... You're gonna. I mean, how fun would it be if you had a really fun time dancing on the dance floor with your partner, and your boss was there? To then be able to bring that up and say, "Whoa, you really could let your hair down when you're." I mean, all of a sudden, when you can bring that up at work, you've created something new.
5: Right, right. It's an opportunity to bond with your fellow coworkers and also maybe your boss and maybe even your boss's boss sure. you know, and possibly clients. But it's just a matter of kind of, I would say, take it down a notch yeah. or two from what you would really do at a party <laughs> with your great friend. Yeah,
0: it's not, it's not a frat party.
5: It's not a frat party, it's not a drinking contest, you know, it's not even a dancing contest, yeah. um, or stamina, you know, <laughs> rest. It's just a way to kind of um, have people see you in a different light and see them in a different yeah. light and kind of get along with them. And just have, just have that boss's boss say, wow, you know, I really enjoy talking to that guy. Yeah. Was, what, you know, what's, his to what's his name? I enjoyed
0: what's his name.
4: Yeah. Girl, what's
0: his so name? And so and so. Who is it?
4: Over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but see, to me, that would still not matter because if he enjoyed it, eventually he'll figure out your name.
5: He'll figure out your name. You know, it's no <laughs> sin to reintroduce yourself to people. Yeah. Um, it's always, I mean, if you're at a networking event that's not at your office, I would absolutely always reintroduce yourself to someone until they say, you know what? I know who you are.
4: (laughs) Yeah,
0: I know who you are. You don't have to
5: tell me your name every time. Like it's just a great idea. Assume the person doesn't know at your office. Probably you can assume that they do know your name.
0: That's a great rule. Just, I mean, what's the harm? To me, it's also you seem more humble because you're not assuming anything.
5: Right. I mean, particularly if some time has passed since you've, like, let's say it's a client, like an old client of your company, and you haven't seen that person for a year or two. You know. Don't assume that he or she is going to remember your name. Right. Just, you know, shake the person's hand, give them good eye contact, and just remind them, and they will be so grateful to you for doing that. Mm.
0: There's so many opportunities at this time of year, aren't there? Like, it seems like, what if I don't want to go to the party? What if everything about me is like, no, I don't, I'm with these people every day, I don't want to go to the office party, should I go?
5: I basically feel that you should go. The only time I think that it's really acceptable not to go is if you don't feel well. But I mean, really, you don't feel yeah, well. like really. You're coughing or sneezing, something like that, because you don't want to be contagious yeah. to other people. But other than that, I would say you should go, because probably if you aren't there, somebody's going to say, hey, you know, where is that person? Yeah. And the truth is, I mean, the secret truth is that everybody really doesn't, you know, love going to these office parties. I mean, (laughs) it's an effort for every single person who's there. Yeah. And so you just have to sort of say, you know what, everyone feels a little bit uncomfortable at this, and I'm going to try to understand that and try to make it as palatable for me and everyone else as I possibly can. You know, it's one of those things, like, you don't really look forward to it, but generally speaking, they outperform your expectations.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and in the end, it it does, it's good for everything. It's good for career, but it's also, like, my wife loves to go to things like that. Right.
5: Often, somebody's, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, spouse likes them better because they they don't feel the pressure. Yeah. Like, there's a certain amount of pressure. I mean, it's funny that you say that because, like, as a general rule, I would say if you have a choice, like, don't bring your spouse. Yeah. Um. Because only because, unless you are happen to be with someone who is a great schmoozer. Right. A lot of times, you know, you're more worried about that other person. Yeah. Then you
0: kind of wallflower it, don't you?
5: Right. Exactly. Like, oh, you know, is she having a good time? You know, oh, she's having a bad time. You <laughs> yeah. know, and you tend to sort of worry, like, oh, wow, now she's talking to the boss. Uh huh.
4: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, what no. You say? Right.
5: <laughs> yeah. So it, to avoid that, yeah. I would say if you possibly can, you know, generally leave like your significant other at home. Yep. Um, and just kind of go and just say, you know what, I'm going to make the best of the situation. And, you know, the other thing is you don't have to stay that long. I mean, you right. can go, you make an appearance, you talk to a couple of people, you know, shake a lot of hands, walk around the room a few times, and then it's okay to leave. You don't have to be the last person out.
0: Right. You don't have to lock up the the building.
5: Exactly. So, you really don't. Or have them lock you up. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, are you still here? Um, talk about this, because it seems like you know, at the end of the year a lot of people are trying to get rid of their um sick time. They're trying to get rid of their sick hours. It seems like there's something wrong if all of a sudden, you know, the day before a holiday or the day after the holiday, if all if, if you're if you're taking your sick time. If if you're calling in sick. I mean it seems right. like if, mean, you, if you if you want the time off, take the time off take but don't the fake it.
5: Like don't try to squeeze in like that extra day or two yeah. around the holidays because it's just sort of bad form. Yeah. And everyone knows, like, oh, you're just slacking off. Uh-huh. You're kind of a slacker. And actually around the holidays it's really good. I mean, another great reason to have your face there and make an appearance, you know, to be there, to show up yeah. is because a lot of layoffs actually happen just at this time of year. <laughs> this is the time. I mean, unfortunately. Happy New has, Year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it has to do with, you know, companies and their fiscal year. Right. Exactly. And, and But, you know, bonuses are frequently awarded at this time of year, and so are pink slips. Mm. So it's a great idea, like, to you know, just for self-preservation.
0: Yeah. Be there.
5: Like, go there. Show up. You know, I think Woody Allen said, like, half of life is showing up. Yep. So show up.
0: See, some some Vicky would be saying, ooh, that way they can find me to give me my pink slip better.
5: I know. I but, know. There are know, always uh, people who feel that way. And, you know, I mean, with every rule, there is an exception. Yeah. And maybe, you know, possibly some people may be right about that. Yeah. Like in a super large company. You right. Know? Uh, right. If they really don't know who the people are. but. As a general rule, um, it's a good idea to just kind of come and be enthusiastic. You know, don't go overboard with it, but just be, like, in the moment Mm -hmm. and really happy to be there.
0: And I think, too, like, if you're one of the people that have to work the shift that nobody wants to work, but you drew it, that's your lucky draw, and you have the bad shift, the Christmas Day shift or whatever, it seems like just being—just take it, be happy— I mean, to have you be the one complaining about the shift that everyone else has taken sometime in their life, right, may not right. I mean, bode well for you. You
5: know, especially if you're just starting out in the yeah. workforce. You know, it is true that a lot of people around you will be taking a lot of time off. Yeah, you know, and possibly like extra time off that maybe they don't merit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not really your concern you know you're just there and if even if you're like the only person left (laughs) in the office that week before christmas week before the holidays like just sort of slug through it i mean at least probably nothing major is going to happen
0: yeah it's it too it slows down it seems like the office is quieter you could take naps you can. No you, one's know, there.
5: you can maybe think about your shopping list. Yeah, that's right. And other things, but if you if somebody says, "Look, can you cover for me?" You know, it's a good idea. To just say, "Sure, no sure. problem."
0: What about? It seems like too. Um, the holidays are the time that you might be, you know, tipping certain service, you know, people that serve your company or leaving giving presents to the UPS guy. Uh, how do you How do you manage all of that?
5: I think. Um, The best thing to do is when you first start working at a company, like, try to find out what the general protocol is. Like, if you've been there less than a year, you know, ask those around you, like, oh, you know, is gift-giving something that happens? Because some companies, it's really – forbidden practically right. on give gifts. Yeah, and totally. other companies it's the way that things happen so if you don't know what your company policy is and if you don't know what the culture is where you work it can really kind of put you behind mm-hmm. like imagine if you don't buy things for you know small gifts for your coworkers and everyone else is exchanging presents
0: oh you're going to look dumb
5: right you're going to look like ooh that's really like kind of stingy of you yeah. not to and food out but of the
0: vending machine won't count
5: Exactly. But if it's for, you know, some places, like, have a very firm policy, no gifts.
0: Mm,
4: All right. And if
5: that's the policy, like, you're just adhering to the policy. With all matters of etiquette, it's always about trying to fit in. Yeah. To where you yeah, are match, right? Yeah, you right. You just don't wanna you don't wanna like really stick out or necessarily uh, change right. the way things yeah. work. Hey, now that you know, I work like,
0: here, we're starting a whole new tradition.
5: Yeah, we're so right. ready. We're just gonna I'm just gonna buy my boss like this great <laughs> present, you Yeah,
0: know. Yeah. Don't Here's try a to new change car. the
5: stuff. Just try to fit in.
0: That's good. We're talking with Vicky Oliver, uh, who is the author of multiple best selling books. And is an etiquette and career development expert. She is a personal branding expert as well. She's teaching us the rules of holiday etiquette, you know, around the workplace, around life, parties, and gift giving. We're going to take take a break. We'll be right back with more Vicki Oliver. This is the Matt Townsend Show right here on BYU Radio. Townsend Show. Today we're talking holiday etiquette, and uh, on the show is a, a great guest. Um, Vicki Oliver is joining us. She's the author of five best selling books. One of the fav- my favorites is Bad Bosses, Crazy Coworkers, and Other Office Idiots 201 Smart Ways to Handle the Toughest People Issues. Uh, go check that book out. You can get if you go to her website, vickyoliver.com, dot com. She's got uh, tons of information, blogs. It's a wonderful website uh, and resource tool there. She's been leading careers and uh, helping people with their personal branding and etiquette and career development. She's an image consultant in Manhattan. Vicky Oliver, welcome back to the program. Thank you. You bet. Okay, we were talking about gifts before uh, before the break, and one of the things, the goal of gift giving during the holidays at least like in a business world and probably anywhere you know if you're at a, if you're at a family party your goal is just to kind of blend in on it right
5: i think that that's true i mean i would say it's just a good idea to express gratitude and no matter what you give and no matter how much you spend and it should be very little right if, when we're talking about gifts for colleagues and especially for your boss it should be like Very little. You're not bribing your boss. No, exactly. It has to be like little, Um, but it's always a good idea to write like a light, a nice note to the person. Oh, it's been a pleasure working with you during the past year. You know, have Mm -hmm. a great holiday. Something like that that expresses your appreciation. Yeah, I think is really, um, really what it's all about. Companies develop cultures, and sometimes, you know, the culture is everyone just gives these sort of elaborate gifts, and sometimes the culture is, you know, they're joke gifts, Mm -hmm. and sometimes the culture is there's no gifts. Right. Um, If it gets, I mean, one exception to the rule about sort of not making a wave Uh on this is to say, you know, if the uh, gift-giving is getting really too Expensive for you, um, I would consider going to your human resources department and saying, "Look, can we please institute a Secret Santa policy here? Which would mean that each person would just get one gift. Like there'd be a drawing, right? And you'd draw one person's name, and you would just have to buy one person a present. Mm-hmm. It's often a good solution uh, to you know that sort of uh, present creep where it's just like costing more and more <laughs> yeah. and more, and
0: everyone tries to, to one up, yeah."
5: Right, and you're trying to one-up people and be super creative, like, with your gifts, and it can get very expensive. So if that's happening and you feel it, like, you know, of course, it would be happy if you did this earlier than now. Right, right. But one thing, for at least for next year, is to say, look, let's institute a secret Santa policy, and everyone will just get one gift. And then sometimes, you know, if the HR people are great, they can sort of design a party around that, which can be fun.
0: Yeah, and that's what's interesting. Some companies are so big that you really know your team much more than corporate or other people. So it seems like sometimes HR, this is even bigger than HR in a way, right? Because it could just be a little company party here, a little group, maybe just your little sales group or whatever.
5: Exactly, exactly. I mean – you know, at the heart of the holidays I think especially with your colleagues and your boss, it's really just, you know, you want to say, I'm happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm having, you know, wonderful time and I work with great people. That is like
4: what That's you're trying to
5: communicate. Line. Yeah. And, you know, to the extent that you can use cleverness with any small gifts rather than money, it's better.
6: Yeah. And- so
5: try to think, you know, what is the person's favorite color? Is there, uh, if, let's say the person's a writer, maybe you buy that person a pen or something, mm-hmm. at least, you know, key into the person's
0: interests. And maybe don't, lo- don't use the line, uh, I'm hoping to work more closely with you in that position that will be coming up next year. If you'll I hire me and make me that vice president,
5: right? I, right. You don't want to. You don't want to um, appear grasping. Yeah. You want to appear really generous.
4: Yeah.
5: Generous, like in spirit. You know, not in how much money you're spending yeah. on this stuff. And it's not about one-upsmanship. Uh, I also want to say, like, if you are going to buy um, something, gifts for the people that you work with, I actually, on the other end, I actually sort of am against giving every single person the same gift. Like, okay, yeah. for example, if you if you say, well, I want to save money, so I'm just going to bake cookies for everybody. Right. I, I, I don't want to sound like a Scrooge, but I don't think cookies is a really good idea. <laughs> I mean, everyone <laughs> is watching their waistlines at right. this time of year, and you're basically pushing sugar, you know, on yeah. them. I'm against it.
0: Well, there's something so personal. If you know that I like this little notebook to write notes in, And the notebook's five bucks, and you go out of your way to find me a notebook like that, that's cool. Versus cookies, is like everybody gets a cookie. I
5: know everybody gets, you know, cookies and candy, and and that type of gift I would sort of steer
0: away from. What about just giving cash? (laughs) Hey, everybody, I've been really busy. Take ten bucks. Here's ten bucks.
5: Yeah, I'm not a really huge fan of giving cash Um, or gift cards. Not a big fan of it, like really for anyone. Um, I do think that. If You you know, if you want, if you just don't know anything about the person at all, uh-huh. and you find yourself like, oh, my Lord, I have to yep. buy this person something, you know, a gift certificate is not exactly like cash. Right. So I might go there like, oh, gift certificate to, you know, a bookstore or maybe Starbucks or something yeah. like that is a little less like yeah. Awful, that's yeah, that's so weird. In yeah.
0: An yeah, that just seems like, yeah, I almost gave you a cookie, but I decided to give you cash. Right. <laughs> Either one. Either one, I don't I know you. I
5: Awkward. I think it is it's awkward. awkward. Like I mean, it's like says, cash? Oh, Thank you for the $20
0: bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not like my grandma
5: exactly, who's
0: helping exactly. me go I think to band bit, class I think or whatever.
5: it's a bit awkward, you know. <laughs> Show some thought, you know, and then worst comes to worst, like go out and just buy like a grab bag of gifts that are sort of appropriate for anyone. Sure. Just things like pens and calendars and cute pads of paper, things like that. Yeah just in case somebody gifts you and you don't have anything for that person.
0: I love that. That's what well, is I guess the same thing with teachers and our, you know, our service providers, the people that take care of us, the garbage man, the right. I mean you could it's pretty neat to know that you're thinking about people. That's I guess the point.
5: I think that is the point. I mean, it's a little different. Like, I live in Manhattan, and I mean, when I when I think about cash in an envelope, I think, okay, that's like sort of what I do with the doormen right. in Manhattan. Yeah. That's a different yeah. situation.
0: Well, yeah, and that, yeah, and, and actually, you know that that will make them very happy.
5: I do I know it's going to make them delighted, you mm-hmm. know, but and, and you know there is that fact that when you receive cash, you know you can you spend it however you wish, right. and that's kind of good, but I'm just don't think it just doesn't feel very holiday like
0: no, it doesn't you're like it's like it really it's kind of like it's just cheapens it. hey, right. here, mom, take this right Here's also, fifty bucks. I
5: mean, you, on the thought uh, you know parameter it shows no thought whatsoever. <laughs> no, <exactly. laughs>
0: Well, you did You did go to the you ATM. You
5: opened your wallet, you saw what was in there, and then you put it in the envelope. Yeah.
0: Hey, I knew you were a tightwad, Mom, so I bought you some cash. <laughs> I brought you some cash. Oh, that's just sad. Well, okay, let's take a break. When we come back, I'm going to have you talk a little bit more about, you know, is can you go too far being a big holiday fanatic? You know, you can push it too far, especially because most of these holidays, you know, have some religious overtone. You got to be careful there. Um, we're going to talk about that when we come back. Also, uh, what about the personal private parties we might be going to? Who do we invite? How do we know who to invite from our workplace? This is the Matt Townsend Show. We're going to keep talking with Vicki Oliver about holiday etiquette right here on BYU Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, your life coach, your guide on the side. We do what we can on this program to give you the manual, the tools to make it through this crazy thing we call life. You know, we weren't born with a manual for how to handle all of our issues. Right, Victorious? We weren't. (laughs) No, we weren't, Vicki. Did you not know that?
5: No, I know. We weren't. It's it's sort of unfortunate that
0: we weren't. I know. We should have been. I'm talking with Vicki Oliver here. Vicki is the author of five best-selling books on personal branding, one of my favorite, by by the way, Bad Bosses, Crazy Coworkers, and Other Office Idiots. Two hundred and one smart, uh, two hundred and one smart ways to handle the toughest people issues, and Vicky is a, you know a, an advisor on careers and career development, an image consultant in Manhattan. Go check out her website, VickyOliver So, Vicky, uh, yeah, no handbook, the, especially no handbook. on the holidays, really.
5: Well, I mean, no handbook in general. Yeah. I mean, there you are. It's like we're born without a handbook. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's just, it's just you. It's just it would
5: you. be so helpful if we had one. Well, but no, it, we have but to then our parents were supposed to
0: give us the handbook, right? Exactly. And some You're of our parents are messed up.
5: That's right. That's right. That's right. It's very, very, very unfortunate. <laughs> At any rate.
0: And, then, and, the then, and then, we're, then we all go to work and we wonder. Why it doesn't flow so perfectly. Okay, give me a, give me a little help here. Uh, can you be too into the holidays? Can you have too much yes. holiday spirit? Yes. Okay, talk can. about that.
5: You can.
0: I mean, I you're mean, not being, you're not, this isn't Bahumbug.
5: humbug. No, it's, but at the point that you're wearing a reindeer sweater to work, you know?
0: And antlers. And you're
5: wearing like a reindeer headband on your head, you know? <laughs> yep. And you're, your cubicle is decorated like your lawn.
0: Yeah, and you wear bells, right. so all day long people hear bells, and they Adventure. all know where you are.
5: Right. But yeah. There can be a point where it might be annoying to some of the people that you work with. And here's the reason. The reason is because the holidays conjures up different things for different people. Oh, yeah. For some people, it's a religious observant. Yeah. And for other people, like, it might sort of remind them, oh, you know, last year I was married, now I'm divorced. Like, there's a lot of people over the holidays who feel very, very lonely. Yeah. And you should try to be extremely sensitive about those people. Like, the people who don't have big families, you know? Right. Who aren't going home, like, to you know, a loved one or loved ones. Like, you just have to sort of, if you're really gung-ho try to tone it back a little bit and if you're very cynical about the holidays you know try to get into the spirit yeah like you want to achieve like sort of a neutral area yeah which is sort of the area of professional courtesy
0: that's that's a great phrase of it so like so if you're if you're a a debbie downer you're super negative pick up your game to neutral right so you're professionally what'd you call it courteous
5: Professionally courteous, yeah, Like I love you that. just need to be a little bit sensitive to the fact that not everybody like experience. Mean, not only are we all of different religions, but even even beyond that, oh. we don't all have yeah. the same attitude. We have
0: about memory, yeah, exactly. That's the huge.
5: holidays, and so you just don't want to be make someone feel uncomfortable or awkward. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm going home, I'm going to see, like, ten brothers and sisters, you know, what are you doing? And the person, like, has no family whatsoever. Right. That type of thing.
0: It's you so know, real. kind of great. Well, and you've got, too, you, you've even got the people that are, like, Nazis about their their view of it, their religious view of it, or... their political view of it or what it's you know what
5: look it's very complicated like how people feel about the holidays and a lot of it really just goes back to like their own personal experiences and their own family and really when you're at work Generally speaking, you don't really want to talk, like, too much about somebody's personal life. Right. So that's just, like, a good tip to keep in mind over the holidays. Because it's natural to say, oh, you know, how are you going, you know, where are you going to spend Christmas? But what if they don't celebrate Christmas, you know? Nowhere. Maybe the person celebrates Kwanzaa, you know, who knows? It's just be a little sensitive about others. And that goes down to, like, how you decorate your office or your (laughs) cubicle, you know.
0: And, again, the reindeer headband.
5: The reindeer, the headband, you know, the fake snow,
4: yeah.
5: <laughs> the sleigh, whatever it is, yeah,
4: all the glitter. Like,
5: just try to, just try to, uh, you know, yeah. try to be respectful. And let's say your boss, you know, decorates his office that way. That doesn't matter. Like right. it really doesn't matter. Yep. You just need to be sensitive. Like, don't worry about what other people are doing wrong. Like, that's also, like, a huge underpinning of etiquette. Mm -hmm. It's like people are always—we're all making millions of mistakes every day right? with it. But you can't change other people. You can only sort of change yourself. So don't worry about what they're doing wrong.
0: I love that. So don't be insensitive because they are. And don't justify it because they are. In the end, they're still—if you are insensitive, they're still not looking at you People still think you're insensitive. Exactly. Even if you're justified.
5: Right. I mean, let's say your boss is one of those guys. Let's say he's very jovial. Let's say he comes in singing Christmas carols. Yeah. Just because he does doesn't mean that you should. (laughs) Yeah, right. You need to work with those around you, and to do that, you need to sort of be impartial
0: Mm -hmm.
5: and neutral.
0: So you shouldn't dress like Santa. And come in I, and have unless, everyone sit on your knee and give them a the present. Unless a human
5: resources person comes up to you <laughs> and says, please,
0: you know, that's we need you to dress
5: like Santa Claus <laughs> yeah,
0: this year. Yeah. And even then, you know, I'd make them write that down.
5: That's right, because we're doing a secret Santa. That's right. you have to be the open Santa.
0: Yeah, that's Unless
5: right. that happens in your life, which is highly doubtful, <laughs> you know. Don't I would walk
0: in in a Santa.
5: Kind of, you know, just just like I said, you know, Bring it up a notch yeah. if you're jaded and cynical, and bring it down a notch if you're just gung ho.
0: Yeah, you're just saying be cool.
5: Yeah, be cool. You know, just shoot the neutral in. zone. Yeah, be happy. You know, it's it's good to yeah. sort of be pleasant and happy,
0: mm-hmm.
5: not you know, a bullion. <laughs> yeah, and not grousey. Yeah.
0: Oh wow. Well, see, that's the problem too, is because everyone's you know eating all that sugar, so sometimes you're not even just excited about Christmas, you're just hyperactive with sugar on board.
5: Right. And, you know, in some corporate cultures, that's fine. Yep. This is just a, sort of a general yep. rule of thumb. And you should, everyone should modify it depending on where it is that they work.
0: What about uh, Christmas cards? I guess I send those out to my co-workers.
5: I feel like, you know, a nice holiday greeting card is fine. But like, here again, with the sensitivity thing, I personally think it's better to send it to the person's home address.
0: I do, too. Yeah. I don't
5: think you should just leave it there.
0: Did you the send it to everyone? Cookies, you know? Yeah, exactly.
5: I wouldn't do that. I mean, look, there are going to be people who do, again,
0: yeah. Yeah.
5: what they do, not your concern. Yeah.
0: Okay. Do I? Do, what about inviting certain people? Like, if I'm having my own party at home and just wanted to invite people that have now become my friends... How do I invite people for a private party, in, without inviting everybody?
5: I, I mean, you can. You can. Or do you I try to
0: invite everybody?
5: You, you to do the former, you would have to, you know, sort of urge their discretion yeah. and just try to have not the word not spread, which is going to be difficult. I mean, you can count on the fact that if you have a private party and you don't invite everyone, other people are going to hear about it. Right. They will. Right. Um, but, you know, in some cases you may not have a choice, like let's say you live in a tiny, tiny, tiny apartment, yeah. you know, you can't fit everybody the uh-uh. company, you want to, but you can't fit in everybody, um, but, you know, think about, like, what is to be gained? Like, it might be better to do something after the holidays.
4: Mm-hmm. If you're going to have
5: that kind of a party and have it be exclusive, you may want to just wait and not do it over the holidays. It's just another way yeah. of potentially alienating yeah. your colleagues and coworkers. You don't want to alienate them,
0: right? Well, I mean, I I, I love not being invited. Is <laughs> right. bad? I'm a like, of, oh, right. exactly.
5: A lot of people you know, are one. like, great, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> don't invite me. But there will be somebody who does care.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know? No, exactly. It's a. Uh, it's just such a personal thing, isn't it? And I guess that's the key: is you almost have to gauge this one by one, one person at a time, instead of just uh, there isn't one answer that fits everyone. You got to read your audience.
5: You have to really kind of figure out the people. It's just almost like okay, when you go in and you you're pitching a business idea to a person, like you're trying to calculate like that person and how they will react. Right. Well, this is sort of taking that to this level where you're trying to sort of feel out each person, you know, your team, who you work with every day, what do you think, what do you suppose their attitudes are about the holidays, Mm -hmm. you know, and don't sort of trample on someone else's idea of what the holiday is. Yeah. You know, also, I mean, some people are very private, too. I mean, you know, maybe maybe they love the holidays, but they just don't really like to talk about their personal life. Mm-hmm. So just to try to balance all of those and just go in and, you know, get some work done, too,
0: while you're at it. Yeah. Man, what if we got some work done during
5: that yeah, this? Yeah, I know. It's a foreign contest.
0: It's so it's <laughs> so weird. I mean, oh, it, it's such an interesting time of year. And, again, I guess tying it back to the religious situation, Uh, I mean, you might want to invite someone to a religious party or an event or, I mean, something that's more tied to your faith or your belief. I guess, is is there a better way, an easier way to invite somebody to your religious party? Or should you or shouldn't you? How do you handle some of those sensitivities?
5: Well, I think that at a certain point— let's say if you work with people every day, you've been at the company for five or years, yeah. you know, long period of time. At a certain point, you know, the people that you work with do become your friends. Right. And you just have to kind of navigate that and realize, okay, this person has now crossed into, like, the friendship mm-hmm. zone, you know. And so if somebody's a friend, you know, a good friend of yours, like, sure, you know, yeah. go ahead, invite them. But I still think uh, you should be careful about showing favoritism like you don't want it to be like let's say you're a boss and the person you consider close to you is like working for you other people may think of that as favoritism yeah why did you invite you know?
0: them to the bot mitzvah yeah, why and not did you me
5: this <laughs> right and not me yeah. you know to your kids bat mitzvah why you know it can be perceived very negatively.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: It's like somebody that just goes and plays golf with one employee all the time, right. you know. It can be perceived very negatively. So, you just have to think about like that. Like what are the pros and cons of yeah. doing that? And sometimes I'd say, you know, the cons might outweigh the, pro- the the pros. You don't I mean also, if you're working for somebody, you don't want everybody who you work with to think you're brown-nosing that right, person. Right.
0: Right. I only invited him to my child's baptism because of Exactly. I want a exactly.
5: Or, you know, I mean whatever. I mean it's not even right. it goes beyond, you know, it also is about going to theater with people, yeah. like taking them out for special yeah. occasions, all that. Eventually, like people say, Well, you know, you're showing favoritism and the truth is you are right, totally in a sense. You are. So I mean, you know, with a party I would be take a lot of pains to be discreet. I would think do I have to give this party at this time of year because yeah. you might be able to be more discreet at a different time of year. Mm-hmm. You know because the word might spread faster now. Yeah. Uh can you invite everybody? I mean if you can do I it. would.
0: Yeah. What's the harm? Chances
5: are the people that you don't know, don't get along with that well won't come or won't stay yeah. that long anyway.
0: Well and your invitation could even be hey look I'm not sure you'd even feel comfortable or wanting to come but I want you to know you're, I want you to come if you if you're I mean it can be more It doesn't have to be this formal invitation. It could just be very casual.
5: Right. I mean, you know, all things being equal, it's like sort of better to try to get along with everybody that you work with. Um, And so if you can have them all over, have them all over.
0: Yep. What if I don't want to go? Is there an easy thing to say?
5: Well, I mean, I'm sometimes busy. you can just hide behind work. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> you work. You <laughs> could hide behind work, but I, like I said, I generally think it's kind of a good idea to try to push beyond the comfort zone and try to make yourself go out to these things. Um, you know, because if everyone didn't go to the office party, then there'd be no office party, right? Yeah. right? So morale would be really terrible. Yeah. So, you know, it's an awkward situation to socialize with those whom you work with. It's Mm -hmm. absolutely a bit awkward. Everyone feels the awkwardness and the tension. No one talks about it, you know. But when you go in, you should just know everyone feels a little tense. (laughs) So that should make it easier for you. Yeah,
0: just relax.
5: Relax, Relax, you know, everyone's feeling a little tense, like, just break the ice, like, don't break glasses, just break the that's ice. Right. And it'll just all be over. over
0: in a couple hours.
5: Yeah, it'll be over, you know, and everyone else is going to survive and feel really good at the end.
0: Oh, that's good. Well, Vicki, again, you've, you've given us the tools. Thank you. And again, you. Now, we the, now we have the handbook. Now have we have the manual. Have
5: the holiday season.
0: You too, Vicki. Happy holidays to you. Take care of everyone in New York. Thank you appreciate you again Vicki Oliver go to her website vickyoliver.com go check out all of those books the tools she's got on her site the blog she's got it all uh, a great a great help for us as a uh, career development as well as you know etiquette making sure we understand the rules we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to get into some of the top gifts for 2013 some of them honestly will shock you very literally they will shock you this is the Matt Townsend show. We'll be right back on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, kids, to the Matt Townsend show. Today we are uh, we're talking about holiday etiquette. And uh, I thought how fun it would be to go and get you guys some gifts. I've been looking for gifts, and some of the gifts I don't quite understand, and now that I have it, I've kind of lost it. I had a list, an Matt, incredible
1: you, list. you know what you can get me?
0: What? Do you already know what you want?
1: I already know what I well, want. Oh, a gift card. No. Well, well, depends where. Well, we're at
0: it. What? If you could get me a gift card to Lexus, uh, that'd be great. <laughs> Lexus, the automobile manufacturer. Yes, or Mercedes Benz. Well, I could go you know what way. you'd be able to buy is a cover for a key.
1: <laughs> you know what? And sometimes <laughs> that's the most expensive part. That, so that could be buy. a very,
0: very expensive gift. That'd be. Um, I really okay. I lost my list, but here's here was one of them, and I can't remember the name of it now that I've lost my list. But here's here's one of them. There's a game that kids play. That you hold on—everybody holds on to a a metal handle. There's four handles with wires connected to them. And I guess you get electrocuted if you don't pull your hand off fast enough? No,
3: you got to press a button on the top.
0: Okay, till till what? Until when?
3: So there's like a little timer— on the thing, and, and uh, does it go around in a circle, Bryce? Do you remember? It goes around, and when it's it lands on a number, you have to – or er, on a certain person. That's a four-player game. Yeah. And if you've got to press the button, it's kind of a reflex tester. Okay, and, and so
0: it, you press, 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 and then what?
3: Well, no, you press once, and if you press too early, you get shocked. If you press too late, you get shocked. If you're like, the last one to press okay. it, you get shocked.
0: Uh, electrocuting people. That's right. the game. Well, so it's a- <laughs> Tasers, the game. <laughs> Taser <laughs> the game. It seems uh, it seems violent. Well, it it's... seems like a lot of the gifts. Like another gift was a bow and arrow set with a Nerf bow, or it was a Nerf kind of set. But we, I guess it's from the Hunger Games, and we shoot bows and arrows at each other, and so we're electrocuting and shooting bows and arrows. It sounds good. It sounds like a great afternoon.
2: I know what I'm getting my sisters for Christmas. What are you getting them? The electrocution game. Come on.
0: Is that what you're getting them?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, because what means love? I mean, electrocution. What says love more than (laughs) (laughs) electrocution?
0: I don't know. That sounds more like, you know, capital punishment. Sounds very, like, Inquisition-esque. How about uh, the donut maker? A big one. We already talked about that. Mini donut maker. No, we didn't talk about it on air. No.
2: I want donuts.
0: That's the one I'd want.
1: I mean, I could leave my house to go get donuts, but that would be counterintuitive Uh, for my goal to never have a good reason to leave my house that
2: one it was at least better than the popcorn maker when you have a microwave why do you need a popcorn maker well
0: there's a yeah there was a really big old-fashioned popcorn maker and bryce in his ranting negative cynical way said that's what
1: No, no no i said why why are we still doing popcorn makers when we all have microwaves well, I get it that it's like nostalgia, that's and that's it. it. And that it was tastes, it. You're paying for nostalgia. You're paying twenty dollars for a memory that you've glamorized mm-hmm. uh, in your own head, and
0: apparently that's bad.
1: Well, I'm just saying if that's where you want to spend your twenty dollars, um, I could talk with you about the
0: '70s if you'll give me twenty dollars. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about the Brady Bunch, I can talk about the Brady Bunch with you. So, uh, so you don't want any of the gifts I'd give you then? Like, I mean, no, no, donut maker. I'd be on board for that. I on, want
2: the flying monkey.
0: Hey, what's the flying monkey thing? Because again, that was another one on the list, which seems weird to me. Because a, why do we want
2: a monkey to fly? It just makes a really cool noise, and it's like a monkey, and you pull back its legs, and then it flies, and it makes like a. That, woo. That'd be a cool
3: toy for like a kid, but I mean, you're you're an adult. I'm I mean, a kid, why? but she yeah.
0: actually knows about the toy, so apparently it's <laughs> top of mind. Yeah. Where did you have? Do you have a toy like that? Yep. Were Curious you, George. Really? Yep. Curious George. And you, you have a monkey. hmm What's his name? You call him Curious, Curious George? That's no, what you call him? It's like
2: an actual Curious George. I got it when I was little. And you would like pull him back and carry Do you George have him fly.
0: here in school? I mean you brought oh, him. totally. You yeah. You brought your stuffed animal with you. The yeah. lecture isn't going so high, you just, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you just let it go. My science professor loves it.
1: Is that what
0: you use it for?
2: Yeah, he was like trying to teach about velocity and I was like I got it.
1: I got it. Here's my Wow! <laughs> I yep. came prepared for class. I didn't read anything, but I came prepared.
2: Exactly. W- what if I gave you
0: uh, one of those wristbands that golfers use that has that special oh, magnetic like the power? Thing? Yeah. Hmm. The copper is bogus. Some of copper pseudoscience. Some, no, some of them have magnets.
2: Does it work?
1: Really? Oh yeah. Really, your blood has iron in it. That's magnets. No, but I think <laughs> you are filled with magnets.
0: No, I think uh, you know how um, Tiger Woods had a problem. He wasn't wearing the bracelet when he had the problem. Um, I don't think that was the source of the problem. (laughs) No, somebody told me that without the bracelet, it messed him up. He needed the bracelet and it brought back, it restored power and balance. Look, the
1: placebo effect is powerful, but I don't think it's quite that powerful. Okay. I don't think the placebo effect really plays into your moral decisions. (laughs) It really more messes with pain.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you're going to be a naysayer or whatever.
3: I was wondering if that was still a thing. I've seen people put magnets
1: in their water
0: bottles. Yeah. I mean, that's weird. It seems weird to, like, be dropping a magnet in your bottle.
1: But, hey. I mean, look, I've swallowed tons of ball bearings, okay?
0: Still have problems. Hold it. (laughs) You've swallowed ball bearings? Look, accidents happen. Weird. That's not good.
1: Is it? I'm here now. Well, or are you? Uh, Well, that's the question.
0: Is this real? Is it? I don't know. It's real. All the people out there listening are like, is this real?
2: What's worse, a ball bearing or a fruitcake?
0: Fruitcake, hundred times. Well, I think actually they're the same.
2: Have you swallowed a ball bearing, Matt? I've I've swallowed
0: a ball bearing, I've swallowed a penny, and I've swallowed a fruitcake. And I'll just tell you, the ball bearing and the penny come out easier than the fruitcake. (laughs) Truth. Just shooting straight. It's just easier. Uh anyway, so what gifts are you guys going to get me? I guess is the big big
1: big big question. I'll I can get you I mean, We had
0: a great guest telling us what you should kind of get your boss. I'm just wondering I just need to know what you're planning <laughs> on getting <laughs> so, me. So, so you saying so what should we get Don? No, like your pseudo boss. Uh, our pseudo boss. <laughs> yeah. I've already got Don's present. How about
2: Let's talk about your new present. Best yeah. That has a boss very nice jacket. On. On I got a brand today. new
0: jacket from BYU Broadcasting. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing good, the colors. It's a good track suit It's jacket. a track suit. It's velour.
2: What's better, your polo or that?
0: <laughs> this is better than my polo jacket.
2: Your polo vest? Because
0: my polo vest, I don't
2: – It doesn't have sleeves. It makes me
0: look rich even though I'm not rich. This makes me feel like I'm a member of a team. Like I, It makes me look like I play for BYU sports.
3: I mean, I'm looking at you right now. You look like a
0: professional. Don't you think? I mean, yeah. No, before probably. it was before like, I was just hey, look at the guy with the corduroy mad. jacket. Now it's like hey, look at the guy with the highly athletic body. Because <laughs> I'm wearing and the a receding jumpsuit.
2: hairline. Oh.
0: <sighs> oh. Did you hear that? I did hear that actually. <laughs> that um, was weird. See, that's why we miss Sky.
1: Is it though? Cause maybe Sky maybe would never.
0: Oh, actually, Sky has said that. Has he? You're actually being rude, Victorious. Just Did you like
2: that when she answered because her name is Vicky?
0: Yeah, that was funny. (laughs) I was talking at the very beginning of the show to Victorious, the board op, and Vicky, our guest, answered, which means Victorious should be called Vicky. Except she says, don't call me Vicky. Should
2: I? I'm not sure.
1: Maybe your Christmas gift will be not ever calling her Vicky.
0: Nah. That's too
1: easy. You're <laughs> like, no, I want to no. think about it. You can't put a price on that.
0: That's priceless.
1: <laughs> and if it, ha- if it doesn't have a price, your
2: Christmas gift. Yeah. I need a pair of sunglasses.
1: Yeah, well, we're well, actually need because one of
2: those you always shine your watch in my face. Oh, that would be good. Actually, actually just get her a like
1: gift. a welder's. <laughs> That's a great idea. thing. You missed it
2: last week. Christian so was doing it with his phone, and Matt was doing it with his watch. And
1: so what we're saying is you're All still is kind of
0: snowblind. blind, kind of. Well, whatever. Maybe I won't get you guys presents. I was going to take you out to dinner, but we haven't chosen a date. We need a date. If you guys don't get on the date, then it's gone. Okay. And kay. I'll just get you all a fruitcake. Oh,
2: boy. A <laughs> fruitcake. A
0: fruit break. I'll be able to eat it for weeks. Yeah. Take that on your next month after work. Okay. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, a good friend, Jennifer Armitstead, is going to be joining us. She's also a, you know, a, a professional coach and helps us develop a plan in trying to keep a job, stay employed. She's a career expert and is going to walk us through, uh, I don't know what. Today we're going to talk more than just careers. I know it. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today, again, we are talking about holiday etiquette, holiday rules, and, uh, you know, things you should say, things you shouldn't say. Our own board op, Victorious, um, who's filling in temporarily, very, very temporarily for Skyboy, just commented on my hairline.
2: I think it's great. Remember that one time we talked about being bald? I loved it.
0: I don't remember that because I am nowhere near bald.
2: Remember? Yeah. At the time that I was going to shave my head.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you shaving your head would be a great idea. <laughs> is that why you wear that cap?
2: Yeah. Because I have a seat. receding hairline, too. That's what my hat is for today. Really? Yeah.
0: Take your hat off. Let us. No. Because we could put it up on Twitter. But I have
2: hat hair. That's
0: we could tweet bad. it. Um, today on the show, we've been talking about holiday etiquette. And our last guest, uh, Vicky Oliver, brought up some really interesting points um, about... Uh, The simple idea, I guess, I don't know if it's simple or not, but there's a lot of pain going on around the holidays. And so um, we got to be careful, right? Because your Christmas memories and my Christmas memories may not be the same. Things may be different for you than they are for me, as well as, uh, you know, what I may have really bad memories of.
2: Do you have a painful Christmas memory?
0: Yes, I do.
2: Do you want to share it?
0: Well, I didn't because it was so painful. But thank you again. Once again, you were beautifully demonstrating what not to do, Victorious. Man! Vicki, if you want to be on this team, you need to focus.
2: Do I get a BYU broadcast jacket? No.
0: This is after years of service. A year and a half of service we've been putting this show on. One and a half very, very long years for all of the listeners. And now listen to us. Boom! We're nailing it. We're amazing. We've got it. Okay, you want a bad story? Yep. I'm going to give you bad story. Okay, tell me. So, when I was young, uh we were very poor. Not I mean, we weren't poor. But my mom was, you know, paying the bills, raising me. I wanted to be a drummer. Okay? I wanted to be I imagined I'd be a drummer and be in a professional band drumming cuz I tried piano I didn't like it a lot of rules right I like drumming because it just seemed like you could just let your heart go you know and be the drummer boy so I decided I asked Santa I want drum set I wanted a full drum set
3: did you get an accordion? No. But to... by the way, don't,
0: don't mock accordions. Cause I did try accordions as well Okay. <laughs> because my mom,
3: Oh, well, I play the accordion. So do I you, just saying, do you, yeah, is do. yours an
0: electric accordion? No, it's not. It's See, the wind, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yours is the old school. Yeah. Um, I did, I did play accordion and someday we'll get into that. But I had, I, I was told I had a not lot today. of potential. I was in an accordion orchestra and, That's uh, horrible. Yeah, it was good. It was actually not too bad. Um, but before uh, – the deal is I wanted – all I wanted was a drum set. And when I was rifling one day before Christmas through a stocking, I, through the Christmas stuff that was Wait, hidden before away. before
2: Christmas? Oh, yeah. OK.
0: I, I snuck into my mom's room and I was rifling through her closet and found some drumsticks. So what would that tell you? Drum sets on its way. Drum sets on its way. Yeah. So I woke up excited for my drum set. Walked out there and – uh you know, Santa hadn't left a drum set. There was no drum set. I'm like, well, that's weird. Maybe, maybe they're...
2: Maybe like, mom and dad bought me the drum set. Maybe.
0: Well, maybe they put it somewhere else where they wanted me to be to play the drums. Like, maybe they, maybe Santa left it downstairs in a room. So I'm like, I'm cool. I bet it's downstairs somewhere. <laughs> but there was one little thing. There was one metal round thing that it was wrapped. Didn't know what it was. I'm like, oh, I bet that's like the seat or some part of the drum set. And uh, she says, unwrap it, unwrap it, unwrap it. And by the way, in my stocking, I had a drum set book. I mean, a book for drums and everything. Right. Un- tear it apart. And there it is. A practice pad that you could practice with your sticks and the book and learn to play the drums.
2: But they weren't real drums? No. No.
0: It was a leather no. pad. It's like, it's, it'd be like, it'd be like doing it drums on a don't book. don't
3: make any noise either. It's, yeah. Yeah.
0: It was a very quiet practice pad. Oh. And my mom said, there you go. So, you know, practice.
2: And then we'll get you the drums. And then we'll get you the drums. When you're not hurting her yeah. ears. Right. That
0: must have been horribly disappointing. Yeah. Right then, out the window, went any desire to play drums yeah. oh, well, or anything. She crushed That's when the depression dreams. hit depression. and all Christmases were lost.
3: Sounds like you're still a little bit depressed today from that experience. Yeah, I am.
0: To this day, I can't sing Drummer Boy. <laughs> I can't sing it without tears coming up. <laughs> anyway, I digress. So we've got a great guest. Um, it's, let's do this. This is what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, our great guest Jennifer Armstead's is going to join us. She's going We're going to wrap up the show with Jennifer. You know. I want some help about the drums. Who better to help me than Jennifer Armistead, who's coached thousands of people. Now, she's coached them on their career, but hey, I lost a drumming career because my mom bought me a practice pad instead of the real deal. We'll be back with Jennifer Armistead. This is The Matt Townsend Show on BYU Radio.
5: If you want more BYU Radio then like us on Facebook for updates from our hosts announcements about our shows and more behind-the-scenes info just search BYU Radio on Facebook and like us once you're there give us feedback ask us questions and connect with other BYU Radio listeners talk about good
0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. We're wrapping up our holiday etiquette special. And uh, joining us right now is Jennifer Armitstead, a great friend. She's coached billions of people, I'm exaggerating, to uh, to take their career to the next level. She's known for her unique ability to help people determine their personal brand and their career direction. She also has consulted with companies on employee engagement to recruit and retain the right employees uh, she's been a contributor on Forbes as well, but most importantly, she is one of our contributors right here on the Matt Townsend Show. Go check out her website, movingforwardsolutions.com, movingforwardsolutions.com. You can also follow her uh, on Twitter at CareerCoachJen, at Career Coach Jen, um uh, and just start enjoying Jennifer Armitstead. Jennifer, welcome to the Matt Townsend Show.
6: Hello, Matt. How are you? I'm good. Happy Monday, everybody.
0: Well, now how how's life?
6: Life's pretty good, but i I've got to tell you, I was supposed to be flying from San Francisco back home, and my flight got canceled.
0: Did it really? So, so where are you? Stuck
6: where... A, I'm stuck in the airport hotel. It's fabulous.
0: Really? <laughs> what were you doing in mm-hmm. San Fran? Yep.
6: Well, this is where I
0: originally grew up, so I got here it took the weekend for to visit family. Really? So you didn't come home? You tried to come home, but it was—is it bad on that end or our end? On your end. So it's our fault. You're saying it's our fault. Yes, it is. Hey, did it you is. hear? Did you happen to hear my story about what my mom did with me with my drum set?
6: Yeah, totally.
0: Do you think From she ruined eyes. me for life? Because I think. I was born to be a drummer. My my rhythm, now Sky's not here cuz he always jokes about my lack of rhythm, but my rhythm is incredible. It's impeccable. And now that my mom instead of giving me a drum set for Christmas and instead giving me a practice pad, she disincentivized me.
6: Uh mm-hmm. her You with me? Yeah, she probably she probably busted you checking for your uh, your drum set.
0: Wow, that's kind of a pessimistic <laughs> <yell> view, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she did.
6: Well, the, the etiquette would say don't go snooping around looking for presents, but it, I wasn't snooping,
0: I was looking for something important <laughs> under my mom's bed. Can a guy not look for something important under his mom's bed during Christmas season where she always hides stuff? <laughs> Whatever. It's impossible I think I think Ow. okay, so fill us in on this now, here you sit, Jen um holiday jobs a lot of people wouldn't be you know some people don't have jobs right now. the market's coming back, it sounds like you know unemployment rate dropped recently. What is it? Seven percent of people are unemployed, I guess some people that the percent of people that want yeah. to be employed are unemployed. What do we do? What are we supposed to be doing during the holidays? to improve our job outlook, to improve our job condition, to make sure we're ready when January hits to either get a job or improve our our job situation?
6: Well, one thing I think is really important is to remember that this time is a holiday time for other people as well. And so it's not very likely that you're going to get a job if you're somebody who is more senior has any kind of level of experience you're probably not going to get a job during this right other than maybe some seasonal holiday work or something you know going going to the mall going to some of these retailers you might be able to find something temporary which could be a great way to fill in some yeah.
0: work and put um, some yeah have something on your no. resume for a while
6: yeah. yeah exactly but if you're somebody who has um, a lot of experience in corporate America is something that's not not really going to be ideal for you. Um, it might mess up your unemployment mm. as well. So it depends on, you know, what, what your situation is. But um, for those people who have a little bit more experience and they're really trying to find that next position where they're making more money, you know, I'm thinking of people who are more $60,000 a year or higher. Mm-hmm. You want to remember that, the people who are interviewing you, the HR people, the managers, etc., they're also getting into holiday mode as well in their minds. So they're going to be taking vacation time off, um, their offices are going to be having holiday parties, and so they may not be available to do the interviews, right. they may not be available to sign off on hiring paperwork and all of that, so that's why typically you'll see a spike of hiring after the holidays because people get back to work and they say, okay,
0: let's, let's wrap this stuff up. Let's start doing it. It seems like a great time of year to to be putting together your resume, your, you know, and, and, and basically making a plan for yourself professionally. You know, you might have some time off Mm -hmm. if you're already unemployed. How do we go about making a plan? I mean, it feels like a lot of people just know they need a job, because they know they need to make some money to to pay the bills, but and they might quickly go just find a job, but what should we be doing to make sure we're, we're looking for the right job in the right way and have a plan about it? How do we get organized?
6: Okay. Well, it's really important that you first know who you are, so you need to have a good understanding of what you're, what's of interest to you. So um, the holidays can be a really nice time to take and be reflective, so maybe find some quiet time alone. Um, for me, I like to do that early in the morning before my day gets too busy,
4: hmm.
6: um, but, you know, before everybody gets up, especially if you have kids in the house and they're home for, for holiday break. Um, yeah. If you're doing this, don't plan to do it, you know, when the kids are up and they're watching Christmas movies Sponge or whatever, Bob. like just find <laughs> that quiet time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so, but um, really, in the morning or late at night, kind of would probably be a good time. Or if you need to leave the house and go find yourself, you know, a quiet cafe or something where you can really stop and think about really what is it that you want to get out of your career. So it doesn't matter if you're somebody that's 25 or, or if you're 70, you should really have a good understanding of where you want to take your career and. A good thing to think about is um, answering the question, what do I want to be known for when I get to the end of my life? And so um, that's a really good question, though, for people to answer, and sometimes it's why they need a coach or a mentor, somebody to bounce that off of. Um, Do not bounce it off of your spouse. You know, we're talking about, I'm I'm not sure how much much holiday etiquette stuff you got into today's call, but... um, just think about your spouse, but they're trying to enjoy the holidays as well. So right. don't burden them with talking about your career things. Um, and so that's where a job coach or a mentor be helpful, but also remember that those people are also trying to enjoy their holidays. So <laughs> be respectful and mindful of that. Yeah. that time. But um, getting some answers around really what is it you want to be known for, makes a big, big, big difference. Because from there then you can back it up and say, okay, if that's what my target is, now I know better what I want to focus on today. So yeah. what types of networking groups should I go to? You know, do I need to change the way my clothes are so it more aligns with the brand I'm trying to create? Do I need to um, find new people who I can get exposure to, et cetera, et cetera. So it it makes a big difference when you can first start with um we're thinking about where am I headed? Yeah. That's, In the, the big really picture,
0: the it seems huge, right? Because, like, all of a sudden, like, every it seems like every job I've ever had actually is contributing to what I do today. Even if – because I guess what I've done is I framed every job I've ever had, the part that I liked that fits what I wanted to be. It's all part of what I am right now. So I've never really had a job that didn't apply, to what I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And so some of those I kind of got there without officially knowing what I wanted. But you're saying it's easier if if you know what you want to scope it and, and make some of the bigger changes you need to make. Um, so, But also, yeah. I guess you don't have to throw everything away that you've done if we know we're going to move no, on and can. try to change. Awesome.
6: Yeah, right. No, it's important to recognize that you have things that have helped to create who you are today and so you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater so to speak and so for example I can think of a gentleman who wanted to make a chance transition from selling mortgages into selling um, telecommunications he was Mm. interested in moving over so those are two totally different product lines different tech customers different sales process etc so but who he is naturally is a very good salesman, very good at developing relationships, understanding his customers, and so um, so he knows that about himself, but what he was lacking was his knowledge of the telecommunications industry, yeah. what was going on with the industry, the concerns, the problems, the opportunities, etc. So he really focused his time on studying and learning about that and asking people good, deep questions and doing a lot of research, so it was almost like already expected that he should be a good sales guy, right. now he was just Showing that he could make that transition, and um, and so um, and then he could come across much more confident as well, which makes a huge difference. People don't want to hire somebody who's um, who's awkward; they want to hire somebody who's confident.
0: Well, yeah, and it seems like again you have the month to do a lot of research to to kind of narrow uh-huh. down. So, but you have to ask that question: What do I want to be known for? I guess at the end of my mm-hmm. career.
6: Or mm-hmm. At really the end of your life. At the end of my when life. When you retire, you, a lot of people still still keep doing things. And like yeah. they might volunteer stuff, they do service, and maybe they start a nonprofit. So uh, not very so many people anymore just going home and sitting on their couch. They're yeah. They're still
0: involved with in things. Well, now, yeah, because now, now you can sit. Every, see, it used to be you had to sit on the couch because that was where the TV was. Now you can sit anywhere because right. you can have your phone <laughs> and YouTube and Netflix wherever you go. You don't even need a couch anymore. That's right. <laughs> Isn't that sad? Oh, man. We're not even couch potatoes anymore. Now we're just potatoes. We just veg. Yeah, right. So once I kind of get a view of what I want to be known for, you know, it, in my life, mm-hmm. then what do I do? I guess I, I can start networking. You, yeah, right,
6: right, yeah. So it makes a lot of sense to see who you know. And so I think it's really important to recognize that you don't have to have a network of five thousand people to be effective. Yeah. Really if you can start with five, ten people who know you really well and um, start with them. So start small and first look around your look at the five to ten people you spend the most time with and talk with them individually. Don't just send them an email and be like, Hey man, you know, looking for a job, I wanna do this. Do you know anybody? Instead you want to stop and, and meet with that person face to face, maybe invite them out for breakfast or lunch or um I don't know, something, even just just have a phone conversation and talk with them about where it is that you're wanting to go and ask them for some feedback, ask them if they know anybody that they would recommend that you talk to, because the people who are closest to you, those are the ones that know you, they like you the most, most, they trust you the most, they're going to go to that for you. So start close to home first and go from there.
0: And and they have insight and so um, I guess i 'm going to pick people that know me, but also I guess people that all and i 'm going to go tell them my vision my my goal is that the goal and then then i 'm going to let them kind of start influencing me on it, suggesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. connecting it's cute yeah. that 's cool,
6: That's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. so yeah, and so you may not know exactly what job specifically that you 're going for just yet, but if you just have a better idea of where you 're trying to take your career, so for example. If you're somebody that you are, um, let's go back to the sales um, example that I gave before. So if you're somebody who's in sales and you're looking for a job and you want to make a transition to another industry or if it's the same industry, when you're talking to people, you want to make sure you explain to them, I'm looking for a new sales position, um, but this is the industry I'm going towards. This is really what I want to be known for, the types of companies I I want to work for, companies that champion such-and-such in their employees. So if if I want to be known for um, integrity, I want to work for a company, that that's a critical part for who they are. Well, if I'm somebody who wants to be known for um, a creative thinker, like out-of-the-box thinker, I want to go work for companies who are really doing cutting-edge, new, bleeding-edge, whatever technology or something, because they're going to really embrace and encourage people to be creative in the workplace. And so when you can explain things like that to your friends and your colleagues, then they have a much better idea of what it is that you're trying to do. Yeah. And they can, um, it, just cements it in their mind so much more about who you are as opposed to being like, oh yeah, that, that guy, he needs a job. Yeah, so that guy needs a job. Phrasing, well, they're not gonna, they're not gonna remember. Cause right. what are they doing? They're thinking about Christmas presents right now. They're right. thinking about, oh, we gotta make sure we get the cards mailed. Oh, we've got five Christmas parties to go to between now and the, return Christmas shows up. So if yeah. you can make it more, um, Digestible for them, then they can actually do something with it. So it's making it easier for
0: people. I mean, really, that's kind of what we found with the whole show is with etiquette and the holidays and all of, the, and even in jobs and your coworkers. Really, you you don't want to be you don't want to ignore and you don't want to annoy. Just mm-hmm. right. Just stay in the neutral middle ground, and and be professionally courteous. Just start asking people. Don't take a lot of their time. Um, before we have you go, I wanted to ask you something on a different different note. So, if anybody wants to get more information from Jennifer, like because she's got the whole, she's got all the holidays off. So, and she's a coach. So, <laughs> just go to Twitter at Career Coach Jen and just start hounding her, or go to her website movingforwardsolutions.com, and she'll give you ideas. Just email her, and mm-hmm. boom. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, faux pas. You just spent some holiday time with your family. Any? Mm-hmm. Was there any big, like, classic holiday faux pas? Any classic holiday, mm-hmm. ugh, like, ooh, yeah, don't, yeah, don't say that, mom. <laughs> or, um, or, like, the sweater, you know, the holiday sweater, the ugly sweater. Did any, anything, any, any traditional faux pas that you noticed or that you're anticipating coming up for the future uh, holidays? Wow.
6: I don't know if I did put anything out there on, on national. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> my family going have come back and be like, is this? Yeah. <laughs> but, but, um,
0: but you did talk about you how know, you're, yeah.
6: something that's been really, I'm sorry, what was that, Oh No, no,
0: you go, go. I was going to make one up for you, but it sounds like you've got one.
6: Okay, okay. I was going to say there's an interesting dynamic in our family because my brother's wife is Brazilian and they have some different um, traditions than what we grew up with here in the United States. And so that's been perhaps not a faux pas, but a really interesting interesting to see how these cultures are crossing together and what they do and what we have historically done. And also because my brother and his wife just had their first child a few months ago. And so it's like, you know, the first grandchild, the first child, the oh, first yeah. niece and the family, yeah. whatever. And so we're all having, you know, for those of us that are American, we have all these ideas and thoughts of what the holidays should be. <laughs> right. But she has the mom.
0: Has other she ideas. has
6: different thoughts of what it should be, too. And so there's it's been fun to see that come together and, and being flexible on both sides and and whatnot. For the most part, it's going pretty well, but um, I think that um, if anybody's having a hard time with it, perhaps my mom, to the grandmother yeah, because she, she had it all work out in her head how it was going to be, yeah. that's not the case. L-
0: let, me, let me tell you, if you want one, this is just, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a highly trained professional, but um, this is what you could do. I would, because this is this is universal. Caroling. What you need to do is you need to go take and learn some Brazilian carols just yourself. Don't you please. learn them and then go back oh. to your brother's house and at Christmas just have everyone sing carols. Cuz that'll warm the heart. And I and now here's the deal. Even if they don't want to sing carols, it doesn't matter. We're singing carols.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Cuz that was yeah, one of right. <laughs> we had a discussion about this yesterday or last uh, weekend. Nothing worse than like a, a caroler that won't anyone won't let anyone not sing. You're singing now yeah and we're singing to you so open your door we're Uh singing and bringing good tidings of great comfort and joy
6: (laughs) oh that sounds brutal (laughs) it is
0: brutal but it's better in brazilian so just sing them in their inner language and then it'll just feel like natural
6: yeah
0: just you know that came from me the matt townsend
6: show yeah
0: learn some portuguese no big (laughs) deal (laughs) how hard is that perfect again you've got time this holiday season We've uh, been well, talking to I Jennifer. Do.
6: I'm stuck in a hotel here.
0: I know okay. you got nothing the time now, and you've got the internet, so life should be good. Jen, appreciate you. Yeah. You are the best, Jennifer. Yeah,
6: absolutely.
0: And uh, we'll have Jennifer back Thanks on time again time. as soon as if and if she ever gets back to Utah, we'll have her back yeah. on the show.
4: Hopefully.
0: Appreciate, appreciate you and travel safely. Yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. We're going to we're going to go. We're done. This is the Matt Townsend show, folks. Thanks again. Holiday etiquette, you've learned it from every angle. Some solutions, some tools. We'll be back tomorrow with more ideas to give you a leg up on this crazy thing called life. This is the Matt Townsend show on BYU Radio.